0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Evolve podcast, supporting you to rise above all your limits, connect with the power of your soul, and give and receive more love in all forms. I'm your host, Tanya Penny. I'm an occupational therapist by degree and illness and trauma guide, intuitive, and author of the Connect with the Divine You book and journals. And in today's episode, going to be focusing on emotions. Emotional healing, guidance, how to do this, how to be with our emotions in healthier ways. So the truth is that most of us have learned to stuff our emotions. Stuffing with food, stuffing with alcohol, spending busyness, fixing others. We have lots of wonderful, creative stuffing mechanisms. I even used to stuff sometimes with exercise, over-exercising. So, stuffing. And we're not beating ourselves up for this because here's the deal. Most of us saw our parents do it, right? We stuff our emotions because that's what our parents did. Maybe they did the opposite and they had big, scary emotions and we don't want to be like them. So we're going to stuff maybe all emotions or just specific emotions. So a lot of us learned as well that some emotions were okay or good and some were bad because of criticism. Maybe we were shamed, maybe even worse. Maybe we were abused physically. And many of us ignored So you might have expressed, and it was just ignored. Maybe a parent withdrew from you because of you doing that. So again, we learned by what we saw and by what we experienced to do with our emotions. And here's the deal. We are often unconsciously still doing it, still doing it the old way, because either we haven't learned bodied new healthy ways are not fully, you know, I, I too can still fall into stuffing patterns. And even if we have learned new healthy ways, we might still fall back into the old unhealthy stuffing patterns. This happens especially when we are under more stress. A new job, a new relationship, the holidays, money, like, of course, there's many things that could tip our stress scale over and we might fall back in. Okay. So why is it important that we, that we focus on this, that we take the time in order to look at emotional stuffing and then learn new healthy ways. And, you know, the biggest one is if we don't, it really harms us. And for many of you listening, you, you know, this already, but I'm going to say it again. For those of you that might be new to this concept, that when we stuff emotions, they still stay in our bodies, and eventually they come out as a symptom and even a full-blown illness. And this, is, this includes excess weight. If you're stuffing emotions, even if you're not overeating, you might still be carrying excess weight from holding on to those emotions. So that's why we want to learn new and healthy ways to release, right? stored emotions from our past. So, you know, maybe there was something that happened when you were six years old that was traumatic or a wound or whatever it was and you never had help with it. With feeling, expressing, releasing fully and so that's still stuffed in your body. And everything that is related or connected to that experience and triggers you now because of it, because of the unhealed piece. And that emotion continues to get stuffed, right? From, from every situation that is related, that reminds a part of you of that. So we can release the stored emotions from our past, which allows us to heal the body, allows the body to heal. And we then can deal with the new emotions that come up on a daily basis. Right? So they don't have to build up and create symptoms and illness in the body. And I also want to add, because we want to do this because emotions can be one of our biggest guidance systems, right? feelings in our body and emotions. So that is why it is so important that we do this, I'm going to say, deeper, important work with our emotions, um, because I feel like if we would have gotten this, taught to us in school. Like, oh man, if all schools would teach emotions, healthy ways to to do emotions, that would be great. Um, so even if our parents didn't learn how to, then we are able to get it somewhere else. So I want to go through next the, what I call the steps to emotional healing. So really the first step is having compassion. Compassion for the parts of you that have stuffed, and if you continue to stuff in the future, compassion, beating ourselves up for it, judging, criticizing ourselves doesn't work. So compassion for the parts of you that stuffed in the past and that continue to stuff today. Number one. Number two, remind yourself that as a child, you were not capable of healthy ways of dealing with your emotions. If we didn't get the support from our parents, which most of us didn't, right? Because they didn't know how to do it in healthy ways, not fully. Right? So we don't feel like we're capable now, but the truth is now we are as adults, right? We we handle it, meaning we can feel it It's not going to kill us now. though sometimes it feels like it's going to. We can feel it now. We're capable of feeling it and finding tools and healthy ways to do so. Whereas again, as a child, you weren't capable of doing it on your own and you didn't have the support. We didn't. Most of us that are listening to this, you wouldn't be listening if you had the support you needed. Number three, awareness and acceptance of all the stuffing patterns. So number one was compassion. But now we need the awareness and acceptance of all stuffing patterns. So I'd like you to grab your journal, pause this if you need to, or you can come back and journal later and just do it in your head. Otherwise, what did you learn? We're going to, we're going to do some write and reflect. So number one, what did you learn about emotions growing up? Were there some that were okay and acceptable? Some that were not, were they all not okay? I had one client that, she couldn't be too happy and she also couldn't have the, ne- the negative so either one and she got in trouble so what emotions did you see were acceptable or okay and which ones were not what happened when you did express your emotions did you get some negative stuff right so what happened what happened in your with mom and dad? what happened with siblings? What happened in school with teachers or peers? What happened when you did in the past and, and maybe even currently? Maybe you're with somebody right now currently, a partner, Or you still have contact with a parent who still does the same thing they did to you in childhood when it comes to your emotions, right? Like oh, get over it or denial or fill in the blank, ignore criticize. Like, you shouldn't still feel this. You should be over that by now, right? That's a real common one. What do you currently do? Like, what's your current stuffing go-to? And again, we're not doing this to beat ourselves up. Awareness of anything is the first step to changing it. Hence the write and reflect that I do with pretty much everything. That's one of my, one of my tools to start with. So how do you currently stuff? How did you stuff with the past? Which emotions do you know you have trouble either acknowledging and feeling for yourself and or expressing with others? So sometimes we get to the point where we're okay doing it with ourselves, but then they're still not wanting to, um, like a common one, right, is I have a lot of people that can cry now, but they can't cry in front of other people. When they're sad or afraid or angry, we cry for lots of reasons. And so which emotions do you still have trouble feeling and expressing and with whom? Is it with yourself and other people, just other people, a certain person? So again, awareness is key and not beating yourself up or judging yourself. Compassion and curiosity. So I'll give you some examples, right? Like growing up, I saw my dad drink, do drugs, and also rage. So if he had an emotion that was not quote-unquote positive, so if he he was sad, it was rage. Anger, rage. So throwing things, punching the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Rage and verbal, too, right? So throwing things and verbally taking it out on everybody else. Mom was a little more passive. Food. So she she was an eater. Um, TV. And gossiping and fo- focusing on other people's problems. <clears throat> Not her own, mind you, but other people's. So those are some common things that I saw. And so as I moved into, you know, my stuffing patterns... I did. Alcohol was a big one for me, and then food. And food was, was it was interesting. I would I would I did have the eating disorders. I binged and purged. I also used food restriction, right? So not just overeating, but undereating as well, right? Anorexia. So I, I experienced both of those. So binge and purge, bulimia, and anorexia. Um, you know, I also really. Got into busyness, right? Staying busy because if you're busy, you can't feel anything, right? If you don't slow down and you keep going, and then focusing on other people's problems. Hello, I'm a I'm a coach guide. Like I do this for a job, and it would get to the point where I was working way too much, and then when I wasn't working, I was still like thinking about other people's problems, my family's, friends. Again, not focusing on mine, just like my mom did. So those are ones that I can still fall into to these days, uh, to this day, if, you know, if I'm under high stress and I'm not deciding to consciously use all my other tools. And even if I am using the tools, I'll still sometimes fall into one or more of these. So... After you have that right and reflect and awareness, we want to then look at what are those fears or limiting beliefs regarding emotions that I need to shift. So let's identify what are the fears, limiting beliefs, and then what I call truths, positive truths. A part of you knows it's true now. And we need to plant those truths. So let's identify, given what you experienced growing up, you might have the belief or the fear. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm not capable to do it by myself. It's too hard. Maybe you got the message that your emotions weren't important. Maybe because they were ignored, right? So what you feel isn't important. Maybe you got the message it's not okay or safe to feel and share, express certain emotions. Maybe somebody told you or you took on the belief that it's weak. It's weak to be sad, Right. Or it might be you're a bitch. If you're angry, right, if you express anger, you're a bitch. So take a few minutes to write down any fears or limiting beliefs you have regarding emotions. And if you need more time, you can go ahead and pause this. And then we want to look at some opposite truths. Now I know, you know, I have somebody say, Well, I don't fully believe that. I know. That's why we need, if you don't fully believe it, we have to keep planting the seed and watering it, soothing ourselves with what is true now. So the a, a truth might be, I'm capable now. As a child, I was not. I'm capable now of finding people that can help me and learning tools, healthy tools. Maybe a truth is all my emotions are and this is a truth, all my emotions are important and valid, even if they weren't to mom, dad, brother, fill in the blank, other people. Another truth is it's necessary for me to feel and express with those I trust, right? It's necessary now to feel and express my emotions so that I can release them from my body and either heal or stay healthy. And follow my guidance, right? If we're, if we're stuffing our emotions, we're missing out on guidance. Maybe the truth for you is it's strong and courageous to feel and express sadness or anger or whatever it is. And I'm not a bitch. I'm not a bad person if I express anger in a healthy way right? Do I want to express it like my dad did and and rip the door off a hinge and punch a hole in the wall? Absolutely not. And I know now healthy ways for me to express, communicate anger. So learning new tools to acknowledge, feel for ourselves, and then to be able to do it with others. That's the next step. So after you identify the fears, limiting beliefs, and the truths, tools to work with those. We want new healthy tools. One of the big tools is journaling. So just checking in, and I do this every morning, and then I do it at least one more time during the day, if not more. And, you know, what am I feeling right now? What emotions are there right now? Happiness, sadness, Um. Anger, frustration, jealousy, insecurity, and then, of course, the other ones. Happiness, joy, excitement, love, peace, and and all of them, we can have opposites present. That's the other thing I want to make sure I add in, that I can have fear and excitement about the same thing or about different things. I can feel joyful but still have some sadness about something else. Right? So opposites can't exist together and be present. And so journaling is a great way to write down what emotions you are experiencing and then why. I think that's important. Anger and then write down and describe what triggered the anger. This is where guidance comes in, right? I'm angry because somebody didn't show up for me. My, my husband, my friend, right? So we might have anger because someone didn't show up for us emotionally or financially or fill in the blank. We might be sad for the same reason. And so describing what happened that is creating the emotion is really important. And then when memories come up from the past, doing the same thing, right? What did that six-year-old part of me who experienced this wound, like what was... He or she feeling what? What? Why do they think it happened? So journaling is great. Other two other tools that I love to use that many of you have tried and maybe even have um, deeper access to are the guided therapeutic meditation practices. It takes you through specifically emotions. Then also one of my newer tools, the self healing process. And everybody pretty much that's listening to this has had at least a sample. And if you haven't signed up for my Evolve Starter Kit, that's that's the place to start to get samples of these guided um, tools for you to use. So finding tools to help. <clears throat> and those are my three favorite: journaling, therapeutic meditation practice, and self-healing process. So finding tools. So in a nutshell, Those are the steps to emotional healing, both for past and current stuff that occurs. And if you want more support, I recommend check out my Stop Stuffing workshop. And you could also check out, because it's often linked, right? The key eight, love and relationships. So a lot of our wounding happens when we're not emotionally supported in relationships, especially by mom, dad, siblings. So you may also want to check out that program. And then finally, we have released the three P's. And I would say that the perfection, people pleasing, pretending to be superhuman, pretty much all of those parts of us that took on those unhealthy patterns, It's because we're stuffing emotions or it's part of stuffing emotions. So you can check out all of those different ways to work with emotions below. And if you liked this podcast, please feel free to share it with others that you think would benefit from it. And I just want to send you so much gratitude for doing this deeper work, for listening to this. I know it is not always easy. Um, it's very can be very challenging still for me, and I've been doing this work deeply since 2007. Right, the MS was my, was my doorway, forced me, nudged me, pushed me, <laughs> made me do this um, this deeper work. And emotions are huge when it comes to healing illness and also staying healthy and happy. So thank you for joining me for evolve and. Sending you so much love, courage, and compassion. Namaste.